AM 570 KLAC, 987 KYSR HD2. Los Angeles. Available anywhere using the iHeartRadio app. AM 570 in LA sports icon. Fred Rogan is here tonight. Decades on your television covering Los Angeles sports. Fred Rogan, huge in Los Angeles. The Dean. I'm the Dean. Fred Rogan. Weekdays before Petros and Money. A USC All-American. USC's Rodney Pete. An NFL quarterback. Absolutely perfectly delivered by Rodney Rodney Pete. Available on the iHeartRadio app or on am570lasports.com. This is Rogan and Rodney. All right, here we go. Fred Rogan, Rodney Pete on AM570 LA Sports. Rodney, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Freddie. <laughs> Happy Friday to you, buddy. Happy Friday to you. We had the day off yesterday, so we are refreshed and ready yes. to go for three hours. Uh, let's take care of some news that has been breaking right off the top. Number one, the Lakers have made a move. They have sent Marcus All back to Memphis. Uh, he goes back Damn to it. Yeah, well, I, I know you're heartbroken over that. I can understand why. Yeah. I mean, he certainly was the fastest guy on the team. Right, easy. Right. And uh, easy. In, in trading Gasol. Low and steady wins the race. Okay. All right. But this is bad news. Uh, in trading Gasol, the Lakers are not going to have enough guys of a certain age that will qualify for the early bird special at Denny's. So, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Group rate? No group rate now? There's no group rate. That's right. So that's sad. But they've sent him back to Memphis. And then what will happen is Memphis will work out a deal on his contract, and he will play in Spain. Yeah, that's what he wanted to do. Right? Yeah. That's what he wanted to do anyway. I mean, he wanted to stay at home in Spain and finish it out. He was still up in the air whether he was going to even be a Laker. Right. So, so this is a good move. He gets to go back to where he started, but, you know, have that deal worked out. He can retire as a grizzly. Yep. You know, and have that, that'd be kind of cool, and, and then go back home and play however long he can play in Spain. Right. And there he can probably play another 10 years. Yes. Right. Yes. I'm going to be 71. Yes. And then... I'm going uh, to stand on the low post. That's right. Uh, Maybe gonna... I'll stand outside on the three-point line and just uh, shoot some threes. And then they're going to have, I, I think, a pay-per-view event in Europe. Stop it. Stop it. No, it, it's uh, a match race. Mark and Paul Gasol. <laughs> so they'll be working yeah. on that too. <laughs> like they do all these uh, celebrity boxings in, in in the States here with Paul Brothers and all that. They're going to do a, a, a race with the Gasol Brothers? Yeah, and here it is. It's going to be 100 meters because we're working in Europe, so we're not in yards. It's going to be 100 meters. Well, we do meters here, Fred, nowadays. Yeah, but I'm just saying, you know the, the mindset. So it'll be 100 meters, and uh, they're allocating four hours for the race. to Four hours. <laughs> right, to complete the race. Wheelchair or no wheelchair? Uh, it depends when. Okay. You know what? I think wheelchairs would be unfair. Walkers would be fine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Walkers okay. and canes. Right on. So, uh, Marcus Gasol, thank you for your, your service here. And he is back to Memphis, ultimately going to end up in Spain. Number two, Trevor Bauer. They've extended his administrative leave now. It's over. He's done for the season. We speculated on that. We thought he wouldn't pitch again this year. But uh, they've determined <laughs> they've determined that, well, you know, if we let it go, this is how they worded it. You know, if we ended it, we don't really think he'd had enough time to get into shape to play again this year. Are you serious? <laughs> that was their official statement? Yeah, you know. <laughs> you know, we, we yeah, don't want to yeah, in a situation no. where he's going to get hurt. 
We don't. Yeah, we want to make sure he. Uh, we're not putting his uh, his limbs or his tendons or his knees or our arm in danger because he hadn't pitched in a while. It's a health issue. Right. So they have extended his administrative leave through the end of the season. He's finished with the Dodgers. What's interesting here, L.A. County District Attorney has had the case now for, what, two, three weeks? And still has not filed any charges. Yeah. And still has not commented. You know, that could mean, I would think, the longer it goes, they may not file charges. Yeah, he'll get paid the full amount. Well, he's getting paid the full amount this go This year. I'm talking about for next year. If they don't file any charges... How do you not not pay him? Well, here's why. Because baseball has a different standard. Yeah, but he'd sue that all up and down. Yeah, he would. But they have that standard. Yeah. So, all right, let's say baseball says, you know, we're going to sit you for a year. We can do that. It's our choice, and that's what we're going to do. Then he can appeal. He can sue. It can get ugly, or he can accept it. Let's say baseball says, we're not going to sit you for a year. The co- the district attorney didn't press charges. Therefore, our investigation shows we're not going to press charges. I find that highly unlikely. But our investigation clears you. You can go back. Now it's the Dodgers' turn. You think there will be some collusion going on there, Fred? Well, if he can go back, the Dodgers... I'm saying, they, they're saying we're not going to suspend you, but, you know, in those corners of those rooms downstairs that nobody wants to talk about as jack nicholas said uh jack, jack, jack nicholas jack nicholson said and a few good men nobody wants to talk about will there be an unwritten rule like nobody signed this guy yeah but here's the issue owners. rodney here's the issue if baseball says you can go back now it's the dodgers turn what do they do they don't sign he's not coming back to the dodgers so they got to pay him off yeah oh yeah they got to pay him another. That's what I was saying. He's going to get paid somehow, some other, you know, because this whole thing. I mean, like you said, they could suspend. Here's here's the question, I guess. So he this year, obviously, he's getting paid, and right. they don't find anything. But in the in the in baseball, much like football, there's there's a thing called conduct detrimental to the team, which they can suspend you for. And so baseball says, baseball, we're going to suspend you for a year. You go uh, get counseling and and you know go do all these things. And then you're free to sign with anybody after the year. So the question goes, okay, do you, they suspend him without pay for that year? Or do they suspend him with pay? And then when he comes back, is there that conversation or that unwritten rule or that that wink, wink, nobody's going to sign this guy? I've talked to all the owners and around the league. He's not getting signed by anybody. Uh, I don't know if there's that wink, wink, and that conversation takes place in the bowels of the building down in the yes, corner. Down in the bowels. Yeah, I don't know if that's the conversation, but I think it's interesting that the Dodgers may be on the hook for $80 million more million to this guy. To make 40 it. more million, right? Well, he's got two years left. Oh, he does? Yeah. I thought it was this year or next year. Well, he got paid this year. Yeah, so total of $80 million. No, he's got total. three years. Three years? He's got two more. Yeah. I believe he signed uh, two years guaranteed with a player option for the third. I and you know that. he's going to opt in. <laughs> right? If nobody's going to sign him, yeah, I'll course. take my money right now. I'm opting in. Yep. Give me 60, I'll walk away. Okay. 60 more. 60 and you, I'll call it. You don't want to pay me the 80 that you owe me? 
Give me 60. I'll walk away right now. Would they? Yeah. Well, they'll without have no fight. choice. They'll Do that pay deal him. before before he gets suspended for without pay. If you're Trevor Bauer, you think you have that conversation right now? You might, because there's a good chance, right? Like you said, there's a good chance baseball could exercise that rule, like they've done in the past with guys, um, that they could suspend them for a season or bulk of a season without pay. So there's that there's that opportunity. So look, look at, at Trevor Bauer. Do you look at it and go? First of all, there's no way I'm coming back to the Dodgers. They're not going to sign me. Let me uh, cut my losses. If Why am I waiting on Major League Baseball to come down with a ruling? And then I have to go fight the ruling. Let me just go let's go get three-quarters of my money. You're saying he's got his 40 this year. Yep. Come back to him and go, we're going to call it a wash. Give me another 60. Yeah, because you owe me 80. You owe me 80. Right. And technically, if I'm not found or there's no charges, you, you're going to pay me that 80. Because like you said, I'm going to opt in and you have to pay me that 80. But I'll give you a discount. Give me 60 and uh, we call it a day and I'll see if I can get employment elsewhere. <laughs> I'm gonna do- <laughs> That's the best. You know what? Hey, let me do you a favor. <laughs> I'm going to help you out here. You don't have to say thank you. Just know that's the yeah. kind of guy I am. That's the kind of guy I am. You just give me the 60 and we'll call it a day. Yeah, give me that hometown discount. That's right. That's who I am. I'm from here. Yeah. You think the Dodgers would do that? Mm, I think he almost... <sighs> because if you're him, you got to go do that now before anything else comes out or anything else happens. So he's got to put the pressure on the Dodgers. But I don't know if the, if you're the Dodgers, do you do that? Knowing that you're more than likely going to have to pay him 80. It's a tough, tough check to write, though. Tell you what. Ooh, that'd be a tough check to write. Tell you what it would be. Knowing that you got a half a season out of this guy and he, he hit you for $100 million. Right. He's Frank McCourt. That's a good business move. <laughs> Trevor Bauer is Frank McCord. <laughs> that's how they roll. Reinvented. That's right. When Frank McCord bought that that soccer team in France, yep. you know what the press release said? He's a brilliant businessman. He sold the Dodgers for $2 billion and only spent $450 million to buy him. This guy knows how to make money. Mm-hmm. He's a good owner. He'll invest. <laughs> that's what the press release said. Yep. Oh, my God. I thought... You could tell anybody anything and they'd believe it. Exactly, you can. Oh. <laughs> He's a smart businessman. Although he kept on to that parking, didn't he? Oh, he got his piece of parking. Yeah, he did. And and with all due respect, he stuck it to his wife. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. I mean, how in the That's world? A laugh. Who's who's her attorney? Yeah, she made a hundred million. He made two billion. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he does know how to make money. Maybe. Maybe you just don't want to deal with him. Tell you that. And just yeah. remember, when you're paying 40, 50 bucks a game to park at Dodger Stadium, you're helping Frank McCourt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Held on to a piece of that parking. Uh, all right, Rodney. So now the Dodgers are two and a half games back. Uh, yeah. Off- yeah, offensively, just bad. Any way you look at it. 
I mean, Dave Roberts was criticized after the. Well, that's unusual. Dave Roberts being criticized. <laughs> that never happens. Never. <laughs> Who would criticize Dave Roberts? But uh, he was criticized after the game last night, resting guys, uh, not playing Corey Seager. You know, you had uh, Steven Sousa in the game, the uh, powerful hitting Cody Bellinger in the game. They come up short. Uh, hey, hey, hey. Dave Roberts says. Guy's struggling. We, he don't need you taking shots at him, Fred. Who? Cody. He's got to be out of the lineup. The powerful. He don't have, He don't need that. He, he don't need that. He don't need those shots from you, Fred. He's got to be out of the lineup. He does. I mean, A.J. Pollock got hurt, or it, it might be different right now. I mean, he it, it's abysmal at this point. And he moved him up in the order. He moved yeah, him he's, up. He's, I think he's hit everywhere in the order just to try to figure out what the right spot might be to get him back going, but it hasn't. it has not worked. Maybe, maybe lead off. No, God, no. no. Don't do that. I'll tell you what, they, what he should do. What Joe Madden did when he was in Chicago for a while. Hit the pitcher eighth and Cody nine. Let him hit ninth. Move the pitcher up. Let him hit ninth. Right. Let's see what he does there. You got less pressure on you than anybody in the entire stadium. You're hitting ninth. Just hit ninth. Hit, yeah. And he gets it going. It, it rolls right into Trey Turner. That's what I'm saying. How about that? Because otherwise, he's got to come out. He yeah. just got to come out. I think he, sometimes you move a guy up like that, you you wedge him into two guys that are hot, hopefully that they'll get really good pitches to hit. You know, wedge him between Seager and Muncie or wedge him between Turner and Mookie and, and hopefully, you know, by those guys hitting before him and after him, that he'll get all the good pitches and 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 have a better chance to get get a hit, but it hasn't worked right now for him. No pitch is a good pitch. Yeah, there are no. It's good like pitches. they know, it, it, you know, kind of like my last couple of years at, at at USC. We used to tell them what we were running, and they still couldn't stop us. No, you didn't. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, we're stop coming. it. Yeah, yeah, we're running left, right here. Certain teams we did that. Who? Uh, but. I, I, who did you do that to? Fred, I don't want to hurt anybody. You're, it, it was, look, Rodney, <laughs> it was a long time ago. I don't want to hurt anybody. Whose feelings are you going to hurt? It was a long time ago. Who would you tell uh, on the opposing side, hey, we're going to run left right here? Who? What team? Just give me one. Arizona State. Air, oh, that hurt. <laughs> that hurt. Told the Sun Devils. Yeah. We're going left. You know, you know the Sun Devils. They, they're they a little cocky from time to time. Yeah. Yeah, they're a little cocky from time to time, and and – we heard a little, lot of chirping, and we were undefeated going into that game, and it was in Tempe, and uh, we were rolling pretty good, and, you know, they were just chirping, chirping, chirping. So, you know, somewhere in that second quarter area, we, kind of before half, we, I, not only me, I didn't start it, but but uh, our receivers started it, started talking, you can't guard me, you can't guard me, we're going to throw the ball on every down now. Here it comes. Here I can hear him. Here it comes. It's coming to me right now. <laughs> John Jackson. You catch it, you know? Um, here it comes. Here it comes. And then we were running the ball, too. And uh, I was like, yeah. Yeah, we're going to run it three straight times right now. I mean, that that was a conversation we would have. And we proceeded to beat them 50 to nothing, Fred. So it was. <laughs> what, are, what are they chirping about? I don't know. What are they cocky about? I don't know. They were cocky for about. Five minutes into that game, 
and then we were up twenty-one nothing early. So it was it was one of those. So you would tell them we're going to run left. Do you think- yeah, we're running left. Okay, but then they had you know you're like playing games with them because right they think I'm they think I'm joking right they think I'm and then we ran left three straight times <laughs> got about twenty yards yeah they said what do you want us now what do you want it I mean it was it was yeah it was one of those it and was uh, interesting it was fun what they say after the game nothing I don't think they shook our hands. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody in the world knows where they're trying to pitch Cody. And he knows where they're trying to pitch him. You know, high and in. He can't hit that pitch. And every pitcher, I don't know if it comes from the bullpen, or even the pitching coach comes out, he's throwing it high and in to Cody. And he can't hit the pitch. And everybody, he knows it's coming, and he still can't hit it, which makes it even, I guess, even worse that you know that is your weak spot, and the whole world knows that's your weak spot. And... No matter how much you work on it, you still can't you can't connect on that. I mean, you think about and look at the pitches that he's gotten out on. I mean, he's had some ugly swings late, but pitchers attack him up and in. You know, I've got an idea, and nobody suggested this. Maybe this is just the thing to get him out of this, and the Dodgers need him to get out of it. But maybe hit right-handed. <laughs> get on the other side of the plate. Just hit right-handed. You, you can't do any worse. Don't say, well, I could never hit it right-handed. Hell, you can't hit it left-handed. He could do worse. He can't point oh something. Uh-huh. He can do worse, Fred. Maybe bunt. Yeah, bunt uh, every time. All hitters, you know, hitting coaches and coaches used to always, always say, and I think they still to this day, you got to bunt your way out of a slump. Bunt your way out of a slump. Once you see the ball hit the bat and go down, it kind of mind you know, mentally kind of gets you out of some of a funk that you may have. And so Bunny may be a So maybe he goes up to the plate every game, said twice a game I'm going to bunt. I'm going to bunt for a base hit. You know, the way that they shift him so exaggerantly to the right side, he can can bunt his way to to 300 there, Rodney. Bunt it down the third baseline. You got a hot streak. Every time until they move, until they stop the shift. Oh, he's 12 of his last 24. All bunts. Mm-hmm. At least Works for me. Base. I'll take it. I think the, Dod- the Dodgers will take it right now, too, by the way. Yeah. Sure. There's an idea. I don't know why they haven't considered that. Now, if he tries to bunt and he can't do that, th- then he has to go down to Class A ball. We don't even send him to AAA. If we you don't send him to Oklahoma City, huh? He, he can't even to... go there. His season would be over. Rancho Cucamonga. Low minors. You send him to T ball? Right, with the kids, and then watch him swing Stop this it, and Kevin. corkscrew himself into the ground, just around and around and around. Then you got to unscrew him and pull him back up. It was tough for the Dodgers. He's really struggling, yeah. and he's yeah, not he helping. Is. Yeah, he's just not helping because he's coming up. He's coming up in critical situations yeah. too, and that's the thing. You know, you you come up with runners in scoring position, or you come up with uh, you know, in the eighth with nobody out, and need the leadoff guy to get on. It's just it, it it becomes even more glaring how much he's struggling, um, especially late in the games when the Dodgers need it, need a big hit or somebody to get on base. Uh, you know we need to bring the panic meter out, and next oh! hour, next hour we'll take some calls on the panic oh, meter. I was wondering when you were going to start that. Yeah, we got to bring it out. All right, so it's green is good, orange is concerned, and red is panicked. Where's your meter with the Dodgers now? But we have to qualify this, Kevin. We have to qualify it. 
Where's your meter with the Dodgers? Is it winning the division or overall? Which one is it? Probably overall at this point. Okay. So, Rodney, if that's the case, where is your meter with the Dodgers? Good, concerned, or panicked? Good. Yeah, I'm good. How many games do we got left? 21? Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I mean, as much as as much as you don't want them to have to play that one game play in because anything can happen. Um, if any team out there with the staff that they got, I'm, I'm taking my, I, I, you know, I'd rather go to war and if it's a one game with the staff that the Dodgers have than anybody else. So, I'm I'm taking it whether it be Cincinnati or San Diego, whoever they would have to play if they finish second. You know, you win that game. I think I'd feel very confident that they would win that one game. Now, don't get me wrong. Like I said, anything can happen. But I feel very confident they could win that game and then get into a seven-game series, which I think in a seven-game series, the Dodgers are are as tough and out as any team in baseball. Okay, so you're good. Fine. Yeah, I'm good. I'm green, too. I'm good. Yeah. They're in the playoffs. Yeah, they're in the playoffs. Now, if the meter was based on winning the division – yeah. I might skew toward orange. But right. assuming that this is overall, I'm good too. I don't know if our listeners are going to agree with that, and we will talk about that next hour. Uh three innings in the books in Chicago, Giants and Cubs, no score. So before we get off the air today, we'll know if the Dodgers can move up or have to win tonight against the Padres and stay where they're at. Right. There's and this. There's the well. Padres coming to town. Oh, yeah. With how they always play the Dodgers and yeah. playing them, you know, and getting up for it, and they're they're fighting for their playoff lives. Yeah, they're gonna get you know Dodgers again. Can't you know we always talk about that sense of urgency, Fred, and they 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 showed signs of it for a while when they went on that winning streak. Um, and there's something too. You mentioned Dave Roberts getting all the heat, but he he mentioned it too that look, we got to play 13 straight games in 13 straight days. Yep. And somebody's got to get a day off here from time to time, especially guys we're going to need down the stretch. So yell at me, boo me all you want, but I know what's best for my team, which is the reason Scherzer didn't pitch in San Francisco and they saved him for St. Louis to get ready for that game because it is a stretch right now that the Dodgers, it's the toughest one they've had all season long playing that many games in that many days. Uh, Today, we do have three pairs. Count them up. Three. One, two, three. Three pairs of tickets to see the Dodgers and Padres tomorrow night. So before we get off the air, we're going to be giving away three pairs of tickets for you to see the Dodgers play the Padres tomorrow night. And the Rams will kick against the Bears at SoFi Stadium on Sunday. Uh, We'll get into that. And yeah, I saw a report from Vegas, Rodney. Last year, they had the Rams win in 10 games and the Lions win in five. Yep. Switch quarterbacks. This year they have the Rams win in ten and a half games, and the Lions win in five. Yep. I don't know. Is Matthew Stafford such an upgrade? Freddie, I'll say this to you, like I say to everybody else: you still got to play the game. If you missed any of Rogan and Rodney, you can podcast it on the iHeartRadio app. Rogan and Rodney, AM five seventy, LA Sports. Off of the day. We don't care. No, we don't, Freddie. 
Rodney beat Fred Rogan on a fabulous Friday. A beautiful Friday. Big weekend this weekend, Freddie. Yeah, it just got a little better this Friday. Cubs take a one to nothing lead over the Giants. Okay. Home run to the bottom of the fourth. Let's go, Cubbies. So we're keeping an eye on that game for you. Meantime, the NFL kicks off in earnest this weekend. Bucks and Cowboys last night. Let's bring out our insider and our friend, Vinny Bonsignor. Vinny, how are you today? I'm doing good. And there's nothing like starting September by doing a lot of uh, scoreboard watching. And I've definitely been doing that with the Dodgers and Giants. So uh, good news that the, that the uh, Cubbies are up on the, uh, on the Giants. All right. As for football, uh, last night's game did a huge number. I mean, it's one of the biggest ratings it's done in years. And uh, did very well in Los Angeles, nationally very well, and here locally very well. Uh, what does that mean for the season, Vinny? Yeah, you know, and and this is, I think it's great, and I think it it's it's uh, it's how it's going to be this year. I think there's so many great storylines when you think about Trevor Lawrence uh, in Jacksonville with Urban Meyer. What's going on with the Rams uh, this year with Matthew Stafford and, and and Sean McVay? What's the quarterback situation going to end up being like? in San Francisco. You got Justin Fields uh, knocking on the door in Chicago. Aaron Rodgers, is this his last year with the Packers? Can Tom Brady de- defend his Super Bowl championship and hang another uh, you know, banner on, on the wall? There's just so many tremendous storylines and anticipation for the season. Even the Raiders here in Las Vegas, there's a lot of hope here uh, for the Raiders. And they kick off the season on Monday night against uh, you know the Baltimore Ravens, Lamar Jackson. It's the hottest ticket in the NFL. So there's just this great anticipation, and I think a lot of it has to do with so many great storylines. No, you're right. You're right, Benny. I uh, I happened uh, to be in, in Vegas for a few hours yesterday doing some business, and and there is a tremendous amount of buzz about the Raiders. In fact, it's so big that the, the, the Sphinx at the Luxor has got a Raider patch over the eye. <laughs> That's right. It's a true Rodney, story. I- they do. Yeah, exactly. It does. I, had I had I known you were here, I had dinner last night with Lincoln Kennedy over at his restaurant, uh, the Angry Crab Shack uh, in in Henderson. We would we would have <laughs> oh, invited Link's, you. That's Link's spot. Yeah. Oh, is yep, that right? Exactly. Yep. I love yeah, it. Absolutely. I love it. Um, so, so yeah. No doubt. No, it's 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 exciting. I think that to to your point of storylines around the league, I mean, you can go on and on with every team. What's New Orleans going to be like without Drew Brees? Uh, it, it just keeps going on. And I think, you know, specifically, as we talk about in, in the Pac-12, it's better for the Pac-12 if USC is good. And, yeah. and I think it's better for the NFL if the Cowboys are good. And I think last night, um, if you're a Cowboy fan, you got to be – you got to be pretty encouraged. First of all, I think that any questions about Dak Prescott being ready to go and back were answered last night. I was, I don't want to say I was overly surprised, but I was, uh, now that I've got close ties to the Cowboys again, I, I, I feel like I was very encouraged by the way the Cowboys played and what they can do, especially offensively. And especially for him, A, coming off a devastating injury, and B, with all the pressure now of that huge contract. I mean, the you know, when you think about it, the Cowboys did take a little bit of a leap of faith. You know, they waited to sign Dak Prescott. They ended up having to pay a lot of money to a guy that at the time was injured, you know, so didn't quite know what, what his future was going to be like. But the Dak Prescott that was out there last night against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers was an elite quarterback, and that yep. was against a great defense. And I don't Absolutely. see any deviation happening 
uh, with Dak Prescott. I think he's going to build off of that performance. And all of a sudden, that makes the Cowboys more than just a little bit relevant. It makes them uh, definite uh, contenders in the uh, or NFC East. All right, Vinny. Uh, interesting. Last year, Vegas had the Rams at 10 wins and the Lions basically at five. This year, Vegas has the Rams at 10 and a half wins and the Lions at five. And they switched quarterbacks. Does that make any sense to you? That is pretty crazy when you think about it. Um, it is crazy. And I think they've got the Lions probably where they should be. And I think the Ra- the Rams, you know, 10 and a half. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking 12, 13 uh, for, the, for the Rams without question. I know it's a difficult schedule that they're playing. They've got some injuries. Obviously, it's the first year for Matthew Stafford in Los Angeles. But the expectations are extremely high inside that building. It, I wouldn't say Super Bowl or bust, but there's no question that they want to play that Super Bowl at SoFi Stadium uh, in February of 2022. Um, and, and they believe they've got the team to do that. So as far as the betting lines, I'm not quite sure sometimes what they're looking at uh, over those wise guys down at the Las Vegas Strip. Um, but I, but I think the I think the Rams are a 12-13 win team, easy. Yeah, I I, I agree, and the, and the Lions are good enough to win five games. I mean, they can they can go win five games. I don't think that's a stretch from from what they are. Um, but it's difficult, and I, I think they look at it too as okay. They they you know you you switch quarterbacks, and everybody believes it's an upgrade. But you got to take the factors of who they play this year too. The Rams got a tough schedule, not to mention their own division of San Francisco is going to be better than they were last year. Seattle's always a problem. You've got to figure Arizona's going to be better than they were last year. And then they got other matchups that are that are that are difficult too. So I don't think it's that shocking that they got the Rams at 10 wins just like they had them last year. Probably not. And I, as I look at the the Rams schedule, you know, kicking off Sunday night against the Chicago Bears, uh, I'm really intrigued by that matchup. I think that the Rams defensively will keep them uh, in that game. You know, Andy Dalton and the Bears are not really too concerned about that. But that Chicago Bears defense, uh, when it's played the Rams the last couple of years, has given the Rams trouble. I was at Soldier Field when they ambushed the Rams. I think they might have uh, picked off Goff five times, four times in that game. And the, the Rams picked off their quarterback, Jabisky about at least three times in that game. But they couldn't do squat offensively. It's that defense was a bugaboo for Jared Goff and the Rams' offense. They just had him figured out. So I want to see right off the bat what kind of a difference Matthew Stafford makes against a defense. That, that defense is still good. That gave the Rams major, major, major problems the last, the, the last few times that they've played. Um, and I expect Matthew Stafford to make a pretty big statement. I want to see what he's able to do and how he's able to lead this team against a really good defense like that. Uh, all right, Vinny, the Chargers open up in Washington. Here's the deal. Justin Herbert has not played in front of a crowd, so that's going to make his job more difficult. Washington also has one of the best defensive lines in the league. That's going to make his job a bit more difficult. You think he's going to hit a speed bump here in week one? I have that game circled for the same exact reasons that you do, Fred. Um, I don't know how some of these younger quarterbacks are going to, re- you know, that these second-year NFL guys are going to react uh, to, to now playing a full NFL schedule in front of real fans. Um, it's an adjustment. Rodney, you know it uh, as well as I do and everybody else, that you're, you're, the game that you take on the road, especially in a, in a vibrant place, I'm sure Washington's going to be, it's just different than how you're able to operate at home. Uh, and these young quarterbacks last year were able to operate free and easy uh, at stadiums that were eerily quiet. I was in a bunch of them, and it was like playing in a library. 
that's going to change this year. And so how does he handle that against a defense that's really, really good, especially along the defensive line? So, yeah, I think there might be a little bit of a speed bump there, and I'm curious to see how he's going to handle it, how the Chargers are going to handle it. It's a tough matchup to start the season. Yeah, um, going to be different. Definitely going to be different going to a hostile environment and playing and and uh, signal calling and changing plays. All that, all those things are a little bit different when you have adversity, especially as a young guy, and they're booing you. Um, all those things are, are factors that you got to deal with. Um, in terms of the Raiders – and a new a new offensive line too. Yeah, a lot of new offensive linemen. All of that, and 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 a full year of tape that the other team has on you. So that's yeah, that's another another factor involved. Um, Vinny, the Raiders. Uh, Josh Jacob practices. He looks like he's gonna gonna be okay. Yeah, he uh, he's practiced the last two days. I uh, was back out there today. Uh, I think a lot of that was you know just kind of managing him, um, and then also they had signed a new running back, Peyton Barber. They kind of wanted to get him activated a little bit. Uh, the, uh, over the two practices that Josh missed earlier this week. So he's good to go. Richie Incognito wasn't out there, so uh, that could be a, a, a significant loss uh, on the offensive line. But, boy, oh, boy, I feel bad for the Ravens. I mean, yeah. to lose Marcus, the guys that they lost uh, yesterday on non-contact drills, it just shows you how yeah. agile things can be. Uh, I really feel bad for, for Peters, and it certainly opens the door for, for the Raiders, but you hate to see that it, it open in that kind of way. All right, well, Vinny, thanks for coming on. Off and running we go. Appreciate it, and uh, we will check in next week. All right, guys, have a good one. Enjoy the weekend. You too. There goes our NFL insider, Vinny Bonsignor. Three pairs of Dodger tickets to give away, and we're going to give away one set of them next. We'll play a little Know Your Squad, Rodney. Whoever jumps on, first caller, Kevin will pick you up, put you on the air. However you do, however you fare and know your squad, you have a chance. You're going to the Dodgers-Padres game tomorrow night. And now another Rogan and Rodney. Oh, yeah! Afternoon delight. Murder on the beat, so it's not nice. Food is so big, work, Lord. Have mercy, work. Work it pausing like I do. Work it oh, pausing yeah. like I do. On a Friday. Work it pausing like I do. Work it pausing like I do. Today's afternoon delight is... I love Chloe. Have mercy by Chloe. You Love right. Chloe. I know you do, Fred. I know you do. This song appears on the Georgia Native's upcoming solo album, which will be released later this year. The song was accompanied by a music video that amassed over 2 million views after being public for just 11 hours. When talking about the album in recent interview with Billboard, the 23-year-old said, I'm creating my own name as well as paying homage to the ones who have inspired me, Fred. I hope I was one of them. Yes. It has been fun finding my voice, she said. I think I did inspire Chloe. Yeah, you did. Again, today's afternoon delight is Have Mercy, Have Mercy by Chloe. Rogan and Rodney Roulette. Know your squad. Make sure you join Petro Somebody Live this Wednesday, September 15th. Morongo Casino Resort and Spa for a broadcast starting at 3. Pre-game show with Tim Cates out there as well for the Dodgers. And be one of the first 50 to sign up to attend and get a pair of tickets to an upcoming Dodgers game. Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. <laughs> Good times. Details at am570lasports.com. You know why I'm laughing, don't you? I'm laughing. I do not. Because I remember the only time they let us go out to Morongo. Remember? 
It was a good job. We did good. <laughs> well, actually, we did do well. Yes. I thought it was just a wonderful show. We got kicked out of the casino. Yeah. But- <laughs> <laughs> Turned into a bit of a late night. <laughs> I thought, well, we'll get out there. And, yeah. You know, get some sleep, get ready right. for the show. Right. So much for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I actually think, if and you can correct me if I'm wrong, I actually think I was the one that went, that's enough. <laughs> we got to go to bed. <laughs> I think so. Yes, you did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I think yeah. I was the guy at that yeah. point. All right, Anthony and Whitty, are you there? Yes, sir. All right, so here's the deal, Anthony. We're going to play Know Your Squad. The squad is the Chargers. I'll give you a question and five answers. Please do not answer before I've given you all five choices. If you do, you'll be locked out. All right? Okay. Anthony, do you know how to do this? I sure do. I listen every day. Let's go. All right, Anthony. Don't be scared, Anthony. Don't be scared. I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's go. All right. All right. All right. R- Rodney, you ready? Or Ronnie, you ready? Happy Friday afternoon, Rogan and Rodney. Let's go. Let's go. That's Ooh. right. I'm mm. offended, Fred. You asked me if I was ready. Yeah, well. He's always ready. I stay ready so I ain't got to get ready, Fred. Never lost. Who holds the team record for most receiving yards in a single season with 1,602? Lance Hallworth, Keenan Allen, John Jefferson, Antonio Gates, or Antonio Banderas? John Jefferson. John Jefferson. How about Antonio, Antonio Gates? Keenan Allen. It is no good. No, senor! Ooh, Lance Allworth. Rodney. Crazy. No, that's not crazy legs. Lance Allworth. He was the one that had twickless his fingers, but he was getting ready to, to run a route. Yeah, crazy legs was Elroy Hirsch. Elroy Hirsch, yeah. Right. Played a few years before Lance right. Allworth. Right. I think when Elroy Hirsch played, correct me, they wore stone helmets. Stone. That's right. They weren't even leather yet. Stone. <laughs> Stone helmets. And everybody became yeah. a human battering ram. Isn't that in the history of the NFL? Yes, it is. It's a weapon. Right. And that's why they continued to refine the game. Remember the yeah. time where they were concerned about head and neck injuries? And they thought it'd be a good idea to play with no helmets. Remember that? <laughs> uh, you know, we're going to fix this. If you can't use your, your helmet as a A lot weapon, of people believe that that is the case. They eliminate... Head injuries, play without helmets. That would stop people from leading with their head and tackling with their heads and make sure their heads were out of the way when they when they brought somebody down. How much of a disaster do you think that would have been? That would be a tremendous disaster. Would they even have enough guys, guys to finish the game? No. It's not about just the helmet hitting you. You got shoulder pads, too, hitting your head. You got feet and knees and all those things that are coming at you. So, it, yeah, terrible idea. Terrible. All right. Long snapper David Bim holds the team record for games played in a career with 256, who is second in team history with 236 games played in a Charger uniform. Philip Rivers, Antonio Gates, Junior Seau, Darren Bennett, or Tony Bennett? Philip Rivers. Rivers. Antonio Gates. Antonio Gates. Ronnie. Ronnie's on the board. Anthony, are you even playing? You know why he's not playing? He fell he off. Cut off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm not here. I'm not here with Anthony uh, at no, all. No, he's not even throwing out any any answers. Right. Where is Anthony? Well, this is really bad news for Anthony. Oh, you already got it. You got what? All right, we're gonna call Anthony back. Yeah, I don't think you can just pull out of the game. You pulled out? 
Well, he's gone. He's not here. We'll play the next question without him. Do you think he took the tickets and ran, Fred? Yeah, and I think we have to have a ruling oh, on that. Oh, boy. I think, I think we need a ruling. Should we still give him the tickets if he quit the game? We, we don't we don't like quitters here, Rodney. I don't think he quit on purpose, Fred. Stop putting that in, on Anthony like he quit on purpose. He was ready to play. Don't put it on him like he quit. Anthony's not a quitter, Fred, and I take offense to that. You take offense? Yes. To the fact that Anthony, who you don't know, quit? I, he didn't quit, Fred. Technical okay. issues. Is that what happened? Yes. All right. Are we still giving him the tickets, Kevin? Or are we getting another caller? to jump in here for the tickets. What are we doing? We have to get another caller at this point. You got to play the game. That was the rule. Okay. Let's see. Kevin's going to pick up the phone. Anthony lost the tickets. Anthony! See? You had to play the game to win the tickets in this go-round. Not a good way to start out the weekend, huh, Fred? Well, for Anthony... Not a good way to start off how you got to play the game to get the tickets. Okay. Well, here's Vinny and Torrance. Vinny, you there? I'm here. Okay, so the deal is this. Uh, let me give you all five choices before you answer. You ready? I'm ready. Which of these men has coached at Team High seven playoff games for the Chargers? Norv Turner, Don Coriel, Sid Gilman, Marty Schottenheimer, or Marty McFly? Marty Norv Turner. Don Coriel. Don Coriel, look at that. <laughs> then he jumps on, and he's one for one. Air Coriel. Oh, yeah. Dan Fouts, boy. They That's another out. guy that get, that doesn't get any kind of credit that he deserves. It's so underrated as Dan Fouts. Man, love to watch Dan Fouts play. He could he could throw it a little bit. He could he could wing it. Ladainian Tomlinson holds the franchise record for most rushing touchdowns in a single season with 28. Who is second? I already on that? know this one. Oh no. Oh, oh no, you're man. lucky, Benny. You're lucky you didn't answer because you would have been locked out. out. All right. So you got to wait now. Let me go again and give all five choices. Ladanian Tomlinson holds a franchise record for most rushing touchdowns in a single season with 28, who was second on that list with 19 rushing touchdowns in a single season. Chuck Muncie, Natron Means, Melvin Gordon, Marion Butts, or James Butts? Melvin Natron Gordon. Means. Natron Means. How about Marion Marion Gordon. I'm the dean. Chuck Muncie. Chuck Muncie. Melvin Gordon. Vinny, Vinny. Jeez, the one time I don't say Chuck Muncie, it's the correct answer. <laughs> so Vinny, who jumps in late, now has the lead. He does? Yep. Of the quarterbacks who played in at least 60 games, who has the highest career completion percentage while wearing a Charger uniform at 64.7? Dan Fouts, Stan Humphreys, Philip Rivers, Drew Brees, or Drew Barrymore? Drew Stan Brees. Humphreys. Drew Brees. No, senor! Dan Fouts. Dan Humphreys. How about no? Philip Rivers. Ronnie, Philip Rivers. So here we go. Final question. Here's where we're at. Ronnie, you have two. Vinny, you have two. Rodney, you have one. You're right where you want to be. No, I'm not. You want to come from behind. I do, but I can't <laughs> win it from behind. But you can't lose it if you tie. That's right. Never lost. Leslie O'Neill holds the franchise record for career sacks with 105.5. Who is second in team history with 69.5 sacks in their career? Junior Seau, Sean Merriman, Sean Phillips, Lee Williams, or Lee Hacksaw Hamilton? Sean Merriman. Sean Merriman. Ronnie said Sean Phillips. 
No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. I said Sean Merriman. You said Sean Merriman, Fred. But if I you want to give Sean it to Phillips. me, Fred, I'll take we it. We have to throw that out. <laughs> I said Sean Phillips. Oh, see, I thought you won, Ronnie. But Kevin says we have to throw it out. Got to throw it out. Yeah, I got to throw it out, Fred. Ah. Look at you trying to give it away. Well, all right. Well, that means that... Wow, Ronnie, he never does that for you. You know, I appreciate that, Fred, but... Uh, you know what that's, I mean? That's, He's uh, always dogging you. That's fake news. Try to give it to you. All right, well... What then, is going on, Fred? Well, I don't know. I, I was just trying to be really attentive. And I was shocked that Ronnie could win. But he didn't. Damn. He tied. Jeez. So you're, you're being really attentive is believing something Ronnie never said. That's correct. <laughs> Doesn't that sound typical, Fred? <laughs> yes. Anyway, Vinny... Good job. You're going to see yeah. the Dodgers. How do you like that? Ooh, all right. Very, very happy. Thank you, guys. All right. You want a pair of tickets to see the Dodgers take on the Padres tomorrow night at the stadium, courtesy of our friends at WSS. They are now a proud partner of the LA Dodgers. To visit a store near you, visit shopwss.com. Vinny, have a good time. So, Thank you guys so much. Good, go Blue.